podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Andrew McCart, IFL TV in association with MTK Global. I'm here with the, the Gypsy King himself, Tyson Fury. Tyson, last time I saw you was Vegas, February, Wilder 2. Um, that was a, a great week for me, obviously. Over a year ago. Over a year ago, you, you've been out of the ring. So I said to you when you came in, you're looking slim, you're looking well. Yeah. Uh, how's was, how was training going? I'm guessing it's going well. Yeah, well, I've stopped training now. I'm, um, I'm on holiday at the moment. I'm <laughs> doing probably about anywhere between 8 and 10 to 12 pints of lager a day at the minute. Not eating now, so I'm just getting my calories through alcohol. Um, and that's it, really, just doing nothing, nothing to do, is it? I've done like training, 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 training with no uh, no further process, so it's, uh, it's one of them things where at the minute I'm just doing nothing. Just chilling out, being a man of leisure in lockdown. And playing table tennis. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, I think I can, I'm man enough to. <laughs> Take a defeat. You, you split, it was a split decision. It was a split loss. decision, yeah. So yeah. I, I beat the Gypsy King at table tennis 11-9. Yeah. No, was it? No, it went nope. to juice. It went to juice. Oh, it was 13-11 or 14-12. Yeah. 14-12, you've had two clear points. Well, that's something I'm telling my grandkids. You Fair, play. <laughs> Fair play. Fair uh, play. The reason why you're in Bolton uh, yeah. this week is Isaac Lowe. He's, yeah. he's, he's returning as well. It's been a long time for him as well. Um, Good opponent in Harrison. He's been to these shows a couple of times. You probably don't know much about him, but how's Isaac look? I actually do know a little what bit about him. Yeah, he's he's a natural lightweight, five foot ten inches tall. He's absolutely right. massive, and he's a scrapper. He comes to fight. He beat that um, other prospect, didn't he? Uh, what's he called, Muhammad Ali? Is it? Uh, the young boy from GB. Yeah, yeah, he beat him. So he can't be that bad, can he? So I think Isaac's he's got his work cut out. But Isaac is a top 10 world fighter, so it's only a six-round fight, so he should uh, should smash this guy. I mean, he's looking good as well on the, on the skills. He's looking sharp. You mentioned him going even down a lower weight to Superbantam weight. Do you think that's where we'll probably end up? Very possible. I think Isaac Lowe could definitely make uh, Superbantam for a world title, yeah. He's 20-0-3. He's 24 fight now. When when can we see him with these bigger names, the big guys at the top of the elite level, maybe even world level? Let me just say, I can't get a fight. <laughs> So, I don't know when you're going to see him in there, will we? Yeah. Well, I so, think the fight that we all want to see. So, it's yeah. it is quite impossible at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, shows like this really make bread and butter fights and mm-hmm. keep the act- young fighters active and keep them positive and focused on something because if there wasn't these these small shows, then where would these young fighters get a chance to, to polish their skills and own, own the skills in front of? few people or in a real fight sparring ain't fighting we all know that and being inactive is the most terrible thing any any fighter from any combat sport could ever be how's it how you cope with being inactive i mean like like you said february last year that's over a year now um, and you said that you can't get a fight but obviously i think the whole world is waiting for this yeah fight, yeah yeah, yeah. There's, so. there's no fights on at the moment so yeah. it's uh it's one of them i'm that good i i could take five well i already took for a year out there and come back and walk wilder mm. so i'm light years ahead of them so inactivity don't really mean much to me to be fair you, you uh, guys, like i say you're always training but not now you're like your 10 pints how many yeah. pints you had today i've not had any today <laughs> usually start around about six right so if you see me singing and dancing in here later you know i've had a few jars Perfect. i'll be joining you don't worry about that yeah so I'll, it's I'll, um the inactivity all fighters will be suffering now with it. A lot of fighters haven't boxed since 2019. I was lucky enough to get one in 2020, so it is what it is. But yeah, like I say, Isaac's fighting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, tough little fight for him, but 
sharpen his tools up and hopefully he'll get a, um, a fight later on in the year, maybe a defence of his WBC title, just keep that active and keep climbing the rankings. I think he's number seven or something in the in the world rankings mm -hmm. now, so it's only a matter of time before he gets a shot at, um, at a belt of some sort. He, he, he did, like he's paid his dues now, he's done his apprenticeship. I think it's yeah, this is a 24 year. fight, mm -hmm. featherweight, 27 years old. He, um, he'll be ready for a, for a world title fight any time. I know you said there's nothing to report, but we've we've done interviews with Bob Arum. He says that it's close. Eddie Hearn says they're ready to sign. Joshua's had his little bit on Twitter and stuff like that, saying that he's in it for the long run. You're a showman. He's going to close the show and stuff like that. So the way these, if we can take Bob Arum and obviously Eddie Hearn and what Joshua's saying, we're getting a little, we're getting our hopes up, if you know what I mean. But on your side, Tyson Fury's side, you said there's nothing to report. Well, let's break it down, shall we? Okay. To bare minimum. Eddie Earns a boxing promoter, so is Bob Arum. It's their job to sell the fight. Joshua is saying what he's saying, I don't know what he's saying, I don't, don't, I'm not on social media at the moment at all. Um, so whatever they say is very unimportant to me. Until I've got a date, a fight, and a hell of a load of money in my pocket, there's no fight. There's, there's, there's a lot of things going on, what people don't know behind the scenes, um, that can, can scupper a fight like that. Mm -hmm. So nothing's actually on until you're actually in the ring. So yeah, we're nowhere near that at the moment. Can you understand why, like, us as fans, like, we're desperate for this fight because it's like two British heavyweight champions, undisputed fight. Do you know what I mean? For, for selfishly, as boxing fans like me and everybody in here, we're looking yeah. at you and going, Tyson, please give us some some good news and stuff like that. Selfishly, I mean, like, but we want the fight. I'm guessing that you you definitely want the fight. You've called for Joshua for long enough. So, what can you do on your part, if anything? Can't do nothing. No, it's out of my hands. Nothing to do with me. It's not to do with me at all. I'm just a boxer. There's a lot of things behind the scenes going on, like I say, that um, can can alter a fight. Um, do I think I'm going to be fighting Joshua in the next 10 minutes? Hell no. Do I think the fight will eventually happen sooner or later? Yes. It has to happen. But do I think it's imminent right next minute? No, I don't. Listen, we've seen Mayweather and uh, Pacquiao. How long did that go on for? I know, but that sort of died a day. That was that. That fight was sort of like it's, a wet fish. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you want to but go? then, when it finally did happen, it was the most pay-per-view <laughs> fight in history. Even though it was a wet fish, yeah. it still did just under five million buys. So it suggests mm. it's just the biggest fight ever in history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, when well, this you, fight, fight when it finally does happen, then I'm sure that we'll all get to see it. But I'm not going to hold my breath for it. That's for sure. I'm not. I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket because I've been uh, guilty of doing that before, and then these fights don't happen, and then I end up in a, a massive depression and feel like killing myself. So I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not gunning for to say, oh, this fight's definitely happening in May, June, August, yeah. whatever. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, I can't do anything about it. See, that's probably the best way for you to look at it, obviously. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's the way I look at all these fights. Mm -hmm. Wilders, anybody, anybody. Listen, I'm open to fight Fred Flintstone and his cousin. I've got two fights this year, and I don't give a fuck who it is with. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's Joe Bloggs, Fred Flintstone, Mike Tyson, anybody. I just want to fight this year. Well, Mike Tyson's make a comeback. You never know. Yeah. Uh, Tyson v Tyson. <laughs> yeah, def definitely be a big one. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, you mentioned Wilder there. I mean, obviously, after you beat him in Vegas, he's came up with a numerous, numerous excuses and stuff like that. And some might say he's through Breland under the, under the bus. Do you, do you feel like he, he's done that with his comments against? I don't know. I'm not interested in anything they got to say. None of my business. I'm sure him and his relationship with his boxing trainer is up mm -hmm. to him, and none of my concern. 
but you know Wilder don't write Wilder off out the occasion either he could be fighting me next who knows could, I could have a third trilogy with Wilder yet um, like I say a lot of stuff well, going on behind the scenes yeah, yeah. there's a, a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes and you know Wilder might be next who knows We'll see. We'll see. Would you bring these fights to the UK? No. No. I'll, I won't ever box here again. Oh, really? No. Finished. Well, that's actually made me feel. <laughs> you, you don't, the you, superstar of world boxing. Yeah. He ain't going to box in a small old show somewhere. What about Morgan Beach? It's got to be in the, the, the capital of entertainment in Vegas. the world. My home city now is Vegas. I've had my last three fights there. Um, the, my last four fights has been California Staples Center, MGM Grand Garden Arena, T-Mobile Arena, and MGM. So they've all been over there. So I intend to stay there and end my career over there. But well, that's that's news. It's a little exclusive here for Rival TV, which is good. I want to get your, your thoughts on the heavyweight scene right now. We've got Dillian White and Povetkin their rematch at the end of the month. Um, were you shocked like everybody else with Povetkin? Getting no, that stoppage? No, I wasn't shocked. No. No, I, I always knew Povetkin's pretty good at fighting people his own size. Mm -hmm. And he's never really lost against anyone his own size. They've always been a lot bigger than him. So you can never write Povetkin off. Even at however old he is, 41 or something, he's still dangerous. He'll be dangerous in this next fight, so I won't write him off too soon. Do you think White can get the. If he, he obviously dropped uh, Povetkin twice in that first fight, but didn't quite jump on him, sort of took his foot off the gas a little bit, but I think <coughs> Dillian might come into this fight. If I'll get him hurt, I'm going to go for it this time. I'm not sure because in heavyweight boxing, it only takes one punch, as we've seen. Mm. And he had a man down twice in that last fight, and he still got knocked out. So you rush into heavyweight boxing, try and get someone out of there, you get chin yourself. So it's one of those things where anyone can win these fights, heavyweights. Yeah, Joe Joyce. I mean, great win against Dubois last time. Let's talk about him fighting Usyk, but again, it's similar to your fight. We don't know what's yeah. happened over there. So. Again, the landscape of boxing at the moment mm. is. No one knows what's coming. Mm. We don't know if we're going to open up in June or we're going, if we're going to have another lockdown. Mm. Who knows? How about for you though, Tyson? Are you, how do you feel about it all? Obviously, obviously you want to fight. You're a fighting man. You've made that known for since you started boxing. You're a fighting man. You just want to put them gloves on, get in that ring and fight. So how are you feeling at this moment in time, not being able to have that fight date, not being able to tell your fans that I, you've got a I'm fight? Not, I'm not too bothered, to mm. be fair. I'm, I've made plenty of money out of my uh, career. I've, uh, I've got no debts, you know, I'm doing alright. If I was absolutely flat broke, then I'd be sitting here biting my nails thinking I'm going to pay my bills, but thank God I've been in a position where I've done alright in my life, so I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not too... Uh, when it happens, it happens, when it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, it's one of them. I, I can't alter the world, mm -hmm. no matter what I say, it's not going to convince the world to, to open up again. Mm -hmm. It's out of my hands, and like I've always said, going back, even a year ago, when this, this COVID thing first started, it's like, whenever it finishes, it finishes. Whenever it doesn't, it doesn't. It's not like we're in World War Three. Mm -hmm. People have got to stay at home, put a mask on, no biggie. Mm -hmm. So, over. It is what it is. Well, fingers crossed we'll see fans back, because like you'll see tomorrow night in that arena there, uh, it's I've actually been to one of these fights me. before. Um, yeah. I went, went and watched one last year with uh, Dubois and that, and it is dead. Yeah. But I, I've not been able to box because mm -hmm. I, I don't want to box um, when there's no atmosphere there. And that. I'm a, I love the fans to be there and all that sort of stuff. So I thrive off that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm being in Vegas. Well, the tomb in the atmosphere in there when you came yeah. out with the throne and stuff like that was. Mm was absolutely uh, tremendous for me as well, getting my first trip to Vegas and stuff like that, so it was good. Um, I want to just talk to, uh, to you about Usyk. Do you think he can be a threat in this heavyweight division? Did you see his fight against Chisora? I saw his fight against Chisora, yeah. Um, 
What do you want me to say about that? Do you think he can be a, I don't know, do you think, because obviously... How do you think he did against Chisora? Yeah, yeah, because obviously Chisora's... Chisora's... Forward, forward, forward fight. You've fought him twice. You, you, you've toyed a bit of So, Chisora, uh, was supposed to be the saviour of the division. Mm -hmm. And then he fights a gatekeeper in Dell. No disrespect to Derek, but he's at the end of his career. Mm -hmm. He's nearly 40 years old. He's had 40-odd professional fights. And he's lost the majority of his last, last of them. So, I thought actually Jasora deserved a, a win or a draw, at, at worst, but he lost it on a split, so he couldn't think he bought. If you're struggling with Derek Chisora, then how are you going to beat the top guys in the division? But Styles do make fights, as I know, as a historian, so never can write anybody off. But do I think he, who, who can he beat? Who do oh, I think he George, can beat? George, 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 George Joyce uh, being talked about. I mean, Joe's gave him a good fight in the world boxing super series well, uh, back in the amateur days. Yeah. But Joe's a different fighter now. He's, he's the, the professional game suits him a lot more than uh, I believe the amateurs did. So, yeah, yeah, do you yeah. think Joe can get that win over him? It's unimportant what I think, isn't yeah. it? You know, it's all on the night and game plans and styles make fights. If it was the biggest and strongest man won all these fights, then Arnold Schwarzenegger would have been the heavyweight champion of the world for ten years, wouldn't he? So it's, uh, it's one of them. Anyone can win any of these fights. Just because Usyk struggled with Del Boy, it doesn't mean he'll struggle with Joyce and vice versa. So they're all interesting fights. Yep. Do I think they can win? Yes. Do I think Joe can knock him out? Yes. Do I think Usyk can beat Joe Joyce? Yes. I think all of these heavyweights can beat each other. Mm -hmm. The only one that can't beat is me. I'm unbeatable. That's it. I want to get uh, Joseph Parker, Andy Lee. Link up. Uh, yeah. that, that was news to a lot of people here. That's a good good link up for Joseph. Yeah, for sure. Andy's a good trainer. Um, He's been in your camp. Joe's a good fighter. Uh, I'm sure they'll get on like house on fire. They're both like that same type of personality. Um, I'm sure they'll get on well. And Andy's, he's not a boxing trainer, Andy Lee. Andy Lee's a teacher mm -hmm. in boxing, which is very rare. And it's a massive difference in being a teacher and being a, a, a trainer. A boxing trainer is someone who can hold the pads and go ba 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 bam, tell you to run for a mile and lift some weights up. That's the boxing trainer. But a boxing teacher is someone who's totally different. Mm -hmm. Totally different. Someone who can teach you stuff, remind you, pick up on stuff. Yep. That's a boxing teacher. I know you've, you, anyone can beat anyone in the heavyweight division, but your good mate Billy Joe Saunders is up against probably the pound for pound number one in a lot of people's eyes in, in Canelo Alvarez. But I say that Canelo's probably not faced somebody like Billy Slick Southpaw, biggest middleweight, 30 and 0, undefeated. He comes with a little bit of mind games like yourself. He's already done them with the scales and he's, he's overweight and stuff like that. So Canelo might not have faced somebody like Billy like him in his career. He's faced Southpaw before, we've seen it against Eris Landon Lara. But struggle with Lara. Yeah, and Slick, Slick Box is like Lara probably deserved a win mm -hmm. on the night if he wasn't like a no name. Lara probably done enough to get a draw at least. Yep. Lara's a good boxer, yeah. Struggle with South Pole. Everyone struggles with South Pole, don't they? Yeah. I don't know anyone who doesn't. Do you think Billy's got a chance in this fight then? Obviously. Yeah, everyone's got chances in fights, mm -hmm. for sure. It's like, what do you think he's going to do? Is walk to him and jab him and fall him over? Mm. It's boxing. Billy Joe's as good as boxer is, is out there for super middleweights and all them weights, middleweight, whatever weight you want to fight at. Mm. Um, for sure. He's definitely he's in training camp now, he's over abroad, mm -hmm. taking things seriously. You can only do your best, can't you? Yeah. You know, you can only go there with the right mentality in here, mm -hmm. with the right game plan, and train hard and eat right, and that's all you can do. The rest is in God's hands, so... Um, am I uh, a man who can see the future? No, not all the time. We wish you did. But, <laughs> you know, 
as Billy is Billy Joe has got as good a chance as anyone in beating anybody out there 100% mm. but if it's meant to be it'll be and if it's not meant to be it won't be there's no point in going on like oh can he win yes no yes no whatever this it's all about what's meant to be in life and what's for you won't go by you yeah. and if Billy Joe Saunders is just meant to beat Canelo Alvarez then I'm sure he'll do it on May the 1st that's for sure yeah definitely one final question before I let you go um, your brother Tommy's doing all the right things so far in the, in the pro ranks with your dad uh, doing his thing as well uh, the Jake Paul thing, I mean, Jake Paul's got no right getting in that ring with Tommy, has he? I don't know, has he? <laughs> I don't know, that's what I asked you, because Jake Paul's obviously the YouTuber side of things. Jake Paul can fight, I love you, you know? Mm. I think they're about both the same kind of experience. Mm. Yep. He's had a few pro fights, he's had a few. Tommy had a limited amateur background, ten fights or something. I think it'd be an even fight, to be fair. Really? Yeah. I didn't expect that, I thought you would say like, Tommy would smoke him in around or something. How are you going to smoke someone in around? A man six foot one. Yeah. 185 pounds, can box, can fight. We've seen him knock people out, yeah. seen him in the gym sparring. Mm. He, people can't not just knock out a journeyman who's had 50 losses in a row. Yeah. So to knock out someone who's trying to win, mm. pretty hard, Definitely. pretty hard. Especially if they're the same size and everything's equal. You know, I think it'd be an interesting fight to watch. And I think it'd be an interesting fight for, for boxing, for sure. Because you've got two celebrities going at it. Well, Tyson, I, I do appreciate you taking the time out to speak to me. I, uh, Want to get that rematch in? Nope. You can have that victory and take, oh, it, take oh, it to your grave. I'm, taking, I'm, I'm telling Matt I'm going to phone my son right now and get, tell him his dad is Tyson Fury. All about it. <laughs> Thank you, Ty. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.